Okay. We know there's a Muslim in Kali Yisrael called the Yisrael Hasvula. Very famous act based on this week's Pasha. Yisrael Hamagayim Garam. He's supposed to be learned Torah to, to be Makabal, the old Torah. Zvulan, the Chayf Yamin, Yishkoin, he goes out and makes Parnasa. And Batsam is a Muslim that Yisachar is supported by Zvulan. Now, the truth is, what's interesting is, is that there were many attempts at this that, to have a Yisachar Zvulan relationship. Many Midrashim say that the original plan was that Kain was going to support Hevel. Uh, that didn't work out very well. Um, we all know the Midrashim that Yitzchak Avinu had a plan that Esau was going to support Yaakov. Uh, that didn't uh, materialize. Rivka saw that that wasn't going to work. And eventually, <coughs> it became a Yisachas Vulan. What is the aside of Yisachas Vulan? The Hainu, we all know that one of the biggest mitzvahs we have is Yisachas HaToyah. Something I've said over a few times, can I mention again? The Tanakh Velio writes, once asked the Chavetz Chaim, I'm sorry, why do Rosh Hashivas mucha so much to make money for Yeshivas? You see Rosh Hashivas, they mucha, they mucha. If Hashem, who? For, what? If Hashem loves Torah so much, you're saying he doesn't like the kids. Okay. If Hashem loves Torah so much, why is it, why can't they have it easy? They should just be able to sit and learn. And that, that should be the end of the story. So the Chavetz Chaim and Moed Kiskiri Vot. He says that the Tanah Velio says that there's two ways that a person can get into Elam Haba, either through Limud Atayah or Achzakas Atayah. That's the key to Elam Haba. Once you're in, then whatever your Chesed, your Mitzvahs, it all comes, it all comes to fruition. He says, Come to Chayis Hazoi. You can have a Yid. He lives in a regular town. He's an average guy. He does mitzvahs. He's a great guy. But my sake, can't learn him. He says, He's not going to be able to get into the Mahaba. He says, if the yeshivas had money, the guy would be done. Kaddish Baruch made it that the yeshivas don't have money. The yeshivas come banging on doors, banging on standards, crowding the emails, all kinds of things to be ma'ara to the oilam, to give money. And this way, the person can be kind of Haba. So what is this Yisachas Vulan? Is this just the regular Achzakas HaTayra? Or is there something special about <coughs> Yisachas Vulan? Another Shailah that's Kedai to speak out. If someone signs up for Yisachas Vulan, the guy's a Talmud Chacham, at some point he decides, okay, you know, I need a, a few extra dollars in cash. He signs up for Yisachas Vulan. Does he, is he sign away here for Shachar? Well, Pshad is, there's enough schar for everybody, and, and he also gets. I heard a word recently from somebody. We know, when we finish Mishnayis, the last Mishnah, Mishnayis is, Asar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Lahanchul Kol Tzadik V'Tzadik, 310 Eilamas. Shalema Lahanchul Eivayesh, or it's the same Amalek. What's the Cheshman of 310? I heard, once, I heard a word, a very scary word. The 613 mitzvahs and, and, and uh, seven mitzvahs the Rabbanon. Right? Exactly how you count the seven mitzvahs the Rabbanon. In other words, a lot of the mitzvahs the Rabbanon are, are, are the mishmeres for the mitzvah. There are seven mitzvahs the Rabbanon. So come to Christ in total, the 620. 310, 
you and your wife are shutfim. So you each get 310 worlds. That's the cheshbon of, of, of 310 worlds. Whatever. Sean Baiskai told me this word. Anyway, akaponim, be that as it may, so it seems to indicate that with your wife, maybe there is taka, you know, something going down. Is the same thing by Yisachar's wound? Fine. Another side law is Stam. Is there such a musig that one guy does a mitzvah and another guy does scha? Gets the scha. Do we find such a musig? <coughs> you could say, if I did a mitzvah, I get the scha. We'll see as we go. It's been many shyless over the years of people that tried selling mitzvahs and selling scha for mitzvahs and all kinds of things. And the shayla is, does such a thing even work or not? If we're saying it doesn't work, how could Yisachar's woman be any different? So in order to really establish the sugya, you have to take a Gemara, there's a famous Gemara in Saita, and the Gemara brings a Pasuk, which should be like an embarrassment for him. So Ula says like this, it's not like Shimon Achiyazariah, Rashi says, who is Shimon Achiyazariah? So he's brought down in the Mishnah in Zvachim. He's a big, he was a big, uh, a big Tana. His brother Azariah was a big businessman. And they had a deal. Shimon learned. Azariah supported him. So when it came to mentioning him in the Mishnahis, it says Shimon Achiyazariah because his brother Azariah supported him. And not like Rav Yechanan, the Bein that Rav Yechanan, who was part of the Bein the Beis Hanasi supported him. Elok a hill of a shachna. Hill and shachna. Who's hill and shachna? So the Gemara says, the chiyasa revdimi, I'm a hill of a shachna achihavi. When revdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he came along and he said that hill and shachna were brothers. Hill asik b'tayra, shachna avad iska. There are two brothers. Hill was asik b'tayra, shachna was a businessman. What happened in the Besaif? At the end, I'm a lay, ton ariv. Let's talk a split for liflik. So Shachna, the businessman, tells Hillel, the Besoif, at the end, after he sat in the snow, all the famous stories with, with Hillel, his brother came, he says, you know, let's make a business deal. So the Gemara says, Yotze baskol A person is going to give away his whole hain So we really, basically, there was a basketball that came out and told Hillel, don't get involved with the Shachna guy. So it's kind of interesting. I noticed in the Rath on the side of the Gemara, he points out that, that there's a Gemara in Yuma, that one of the Shem Sharm Yerkovs that I brought down is a guy Shachna. And the Shadli is the same Shachna. Shachna, the brother of Hillel, was it a different Shachna. But Akuponim, Shachna was a rich man. Shachna came, came to the party late. The Mai said there was a basketball. That's the story. So what's Pshat in the Gemara? Where does Rav Shimon and, 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 and Rav Yechina, where does this Rav Shimon and Rav Yechina come in? They Lamaisa took support. So by Amos you could say like this, that Anachanami. They took support and they didn't have Torah Mitaychat Chak. Hillel, we know, had Torah Mitaychat Chak. We know that till, till Hillel's time, the Bnei Beseira were the Nesim. Hillel came along, little honor of a guy, he embarrassed them, he showed them whatever, and he took over the Nesim. From Hillel's time, the Gemara brings down a story of Sachem, whatever. From that point on, Hillel, Urib, Gamliel, Shimon Gamliel, these are all his Ainikloch. So Hillel was Zeicher 
to the Nasius, and from his Nasius, he mamish went on to be an Adam Gadol. So, in order for him to get all that, he had to talk and learn Tarim Teichat Chak. these other people didn't get Tarim Teichat Chak. Or is the Gemara Taka saying that this wasn't a good idea, and they Taka lost out? They didn't get the same schus that they couldn't. So, in order to understand, and we'll see that this is a Machlekes Vishonim, how to understand this Gemara, we Taka let's ask another Kasha. Let's say somebody has a mitzvah. And the Maisa, he wants to sell the schar for the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Famous story, I can mention any names, but the, there was this guy, Yishtikel Atheist, and he was very, very involved in, uh, in birthright, sending people to Eretzisul. Maisa, he's atheist, he sent people to Eretzisul on birthright. How many Bali Tshuva came out because they went to Eretzisul on birthright? So Frum Yid came over to him, and he wanted to buy the schus of the Elam Haba for, for, for $100,000. Is it shy such as Ach that a person could go and sell his chus? What do we say? The story once there was this guy who was collecting money. He had no money. I think this is brought down in. Oh yeah, I forgot already. Something chayim. Um, Bekitzer. So a poor person. He had no money, and uh, he was going around collecting. And some guy sold him all his averes. So I'll give you the donation. Here's my averes. Shail is, does this mean anything or not? Right? Because the Chaya, Yisachas Vulun should have to do. You have this guy sitting in this mattress, plugging away, and some other guy who's uh, on a private helicopter in, the, in Africa is, is taking his schar. Is that fear? Is, is, does that work? Right? So the Chaya, the first thing we have to know is there's such a thing that because the Tamachacham needed money and, and he sold away his learning, could such a thing even work? So there's a Chubis Maram Shakir. Someone wanted Taka to sell his chusim. Maram Shakir says, I have a, a high gun. Right? Going back to the Goyim. High Goyim had an unbelievable guy that lived during his time. Guy used to fast all the time. Maisa needed money, I guess for food at night. So he used to sell the schus of his Tanesim. Right? I had to make a chasana, whatever the story is. So he would sell the schus of his Tanesim. He'd come to him. Say, okay, tomorrow I'll fast, face, $5,000. So, and they asked him, how going if such a zach works? He says, the double push it. He says, schar is not pshat. Like you're walking around with a, like a, you know, a, a basket full of schar. You give it here, you give it there. He says, this is not the way schar works. This is not the way unshim works. He says, the whole thing's a double zone. He says, not only that, this guy is such a fool. He's fasting and giving away the schar. So he's basically saying that he's fasting for money. He's not fasting for Hashem. He's fasting for money. He says, well, what kind of business, what, what kind of fast is that worth anyway? He's not fasting. He's, 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 you know, some people do different things for money. He fasts for money, big deal. But he's nothing to do with, with schar. And he fears us and he says, I, Lechariah, we see such an idea that Amal, a person will pay him a lamet to go learn with the kids. So, so what's that? Or a person will give food today that the Talmudim should be able to learn. Zaktav Haigon, he's not buying the schus of the Malamed. He's doing a mitzvah in and of itself. If I'm going and I'm paying a Malamed, so now I went, I gave up my hard-earned money, today that a Malamed should be able to teach. So the Malamed schar in teaching, that's his thing. But there's another good deed that was done here. There was a Jew 
Who paid for that Mulamid? So the Jew who pays for the Mulamid gets schar for his good deed. The Mulamid gets schar for his good deed. But Avada, there's nothing to talk about. You can't touch somebody else's schar. And he says, that is the pshat in the Gemara. And he brings Unzer Gemara and Saita that they came along and they said, if Hillel would have gone and sold away, tried to sell away his chosim, it would have been you know why? <coughs> because he's advising that he's willing to sell something for money like that. There's no such thing. And all you do when you enter such a business deal is lose your own chosim. The other guy gets nothing from it. As I talked, of Haigon. So if Haigon is basically understanding that the idea <coughs> potentially of Yisachar Zvulun is just a Hechetimsa that the Zvulun does very, a very good deed. He gives away money. And because of that, that's why he gets Ha. However, Rabbeinu Yeruchim, one of the Rishonim in the Siv Sheni Chedek Shlishi, he, taught, he says like this, Ha'usik B'Torah before he starts learning, he says, before you start learning, you can do it. It depends how you made the deal. If you made the deal up front, then it works. If you made the deal afterwards, then it's nothing. And he says, That's the Pshad of Hillel B'Shachna. Shachna woke up late. He came to Hillel, left his very Fatik at Tamad Chacham, and said, Let's split Yishar. He's learning the Gemara that Shimon Achiazaria, Rav Yechanan, who got Schar from the Beis Hanasi, they were good people. That was fine. That was great. Why? Because they did it. They worked this out before. Masha'en came to come after, then it's too late. He says, what's the pshat? He says, that a person gives before, so you're enabling a Tamad Chacham to learn. A guy who's trying to sit and learn and can't pay his bills, Right? I know they put it on the BMG tape, on the BMG video, how the guy Mamish gets involved in Abai Virava and forgets about the fact that his wife can't buy shoes at home. Oh, well, the Bible says the facts of life are when a guy can't pay his bills, he doesn't learn with the same intensity. He's busy babysitting after day. He's this, he's that. It doesn't work. So when you come before and you sit down with a guy <coughs> and you say, listen, Yid, I'm going to pay $80,000 a year. I don't want you babysitting. I don't want you worrying. I don't want you this. Just sit and learn. So look, he's producing learning. He's producing learning. He becomes a shatif in that learning that he produced. But if he comes afterwards and wants to buy it out, that's a schus like everything else that we say. It doesn't work. So how do we pass him? So we have a massive machlokis we show him. Rabbi Nuhai seems to say that there's no such thing as buying into anyone's schusim learning. It's just that you get the schusim achzak satoria, which is a separate mitzvah. And Rabbi Nuhai seems to say that if you did it before and you enabled somebody to learn, that is taka called the Yisachas Vuma. So this is a shayla in the Paiskim, exactly how much you have to do. If it's a kinyan, a shtar, pashtus, 
if it's made up and you give money, thus Alain is a pretty good, uh, you did the job, you enabled him to learn, you made it up, you took the money out of Askein. Who? Okay, we're, we're going to get to the sky. The last child that we have to handle is, does he lose the sky? Well, we'll, get, we'll get to that. Hmm? So, the, the problem with giving guy a thousand dollars is it's very shy, it does nothing for his menuchas and nefesh and learning. And that's the issue. The Chavetz Chaim also says that if you support a yeshiva, you can be more involved, that's also called Yisachas Vuhl. Over there, you can make a very strong argument that if you come and give Bachrim lunch, so you help them to be able to learn that they would have otherwise couldn't. Right? You did, you did whatever. You paid for the Magadishir for the day. You, you, you kept the lights on. You, you did something to enable. Technically, I guess by a yachid, you could try to argue the same thing, but it starts getting harder. Because if he would have, without the thousand dollars, he would show up today pretty fadaigit. Now that you gave him a thousand dollars, he has a half Ashkacha Prata story for his $8,000 credit card, but he's still missing another 4000 It doesn't exactly get him to where he needs to be. So if that's the case, could be you didn't do anything. Because that, that, that is the Yisoyed. The Yisoyed is, you helped him learn. You, you made the whole matzah easier. So if it, because the Territ says it's a real Shutfus. And so it could be that would be but in order to say this deal that there's a whole shutfus involved could be attacker requires a, a shutfus okay so, so let's talk a see so the Torah taka writes the Kalach of Yisrael you have to learn Torah whether you're an Ani you start to fill this way whether you're an Ani you're an Oshib and Shalom Begufoy Bein Baal Yisurim Bein Bacher Bein Amuzak and Gadol I feel the Ani Amach Sal Pesachim everyone has to learn I feel the Baal Yisur Banim even someone who's married, Now he says, Let's say someone can't learn. He has no idea how to learn. So what does he do then? That if you support people who are learning, it's Ki'ilu, you yourself learn. And it says, Fine. So the Torah seems to say pretty stark The Shulchan Aruch God that leaves out this last thing. He says the whole thing about learning, and then he says, You should you should support Torah. And he doesn't say this lashon that it'll be keilu that he he himself learned. Lemai said the Ramah writes. So Ramah says you can do this, but the Ramah seems to put the, the thing pretty high. That Isaac's villain, Pshad is, you're telling the guy, you go learn Torah, I'll provide you Parnasa, and that will work. Many of the posts can say, even though the Mechabit doesn't seem to subscribe so much to Yisachas Wulans, because maybe the Rambam didn't hold of it, the Maisa, the Ramah writes, Yisachas Wulans do work, and the Shach as well says that you'll be machlik the schar. What does it mean, divide the schar? He says, They'll take all the schar together, meaning he'll be marviach 
he'll give him off that, he'll give him the Torah, everything will be, will be good. The Shaila is, does the guy who does the Sachas Vulam lose anything? Does he lose anything from the Schar or not? So the Hafla says that the Medrash tells us about Yisachas Vulam that it's a marshal to a Ner, that one Ner lights, lights from the other. And he says that just like when a ner, one Ner lights from the other, there is no loss of Schar whatsoever. Who had then, he says, when a person goes and is asking to take, take on his Vulan and split his Torah, so to say, he doesn't lose anything from it. And he says that it's a Befeir Shemishna. He says, Ha'aymeh sheli shaloch, v'shaloch sheli am ha'aretz. That he says, that if he, that if he says, um, that, if he, that, if he, that if he tells the Talmud Chacham, my money is yours, but then your Torah has to be mine. He says, that's Amaretz. He doesn't have how it works. He's not giving away his Torah. He's getting his own thing. Everything's good. As I, as I learned that flaw. Remember, it's the same You're giving someone else something. You're not taking away from you. That's, so that's the question. What do you mean, for a Shosh or a Shosh? It's a good question. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to it. The Maeser and Maeser and the Tshuva... It's it does something for the other person, right? The shaila is is boss. Right? I'm saying the ma'aser. The, the Ugada is a very big shaila about it. Meaning the mishtabura in in, a, in one place in Hilchasim Kippur by Yisko over there. The, the, there is a tzad that it's only children that have an ability to to really do something. Little nishma somebody. Love dafka everybody else. Because a person's children, he shtal his children, so So they can do something, Talmidim, right? Famous Achmer of Shach, when he was Nifter, he wrote his Talmidim that because of all his tears in the yeshiva, he didn't have enough time to learn. So then he wrote, that if they could learn from me, even one Mishnah, one Pasuk, very famous. Uh, when he was nifted 20 whatever years ago, there was a very famous, uh, went around a lot. But Akaponim, again, it's Tamidim. There's a question, Stam, if it, if it works. Now, Baderach Klau, what happens is, it's someone's child or Talmud who's giving money for something, that's if it works. Who? People have a business. So the, the children pay money so the Tamidim Chacham should learn. So again, that could tech, that could work much easier. Who? We do it all the time. It's it's a it's a very it's a very it's a very interesting. It's not a clear. It's not a very clear. I'm just saying the Mishnah over there in Hilchas Yom Kippur goes out of his way to explain. And then he says, it's another pshat, because it's ma'ur that they would have wanted to give tzedakah. He's talking about giving tzedakah by, by Yisko. He says, because it's ma'ur that they wanted to give tzedakah if they were alive, so they lo, it's a schus for them. The, the whole thing is very shaky. It, it, yes, we all do it, and we should continue doing it, and whatever. Um, things are ma'ur rachum. You know, you daven for people, the zikha is such a thing, learning for people, and <coughs> choylem. It's a question exactly how this all fits into place. Okay. Al-Kaponim, 
Reb Moshe is not of that opinion. Reb Moshe is talking of opinion that it has to be split 50-50. Reb Moshe Taka says that if a person in a tshuva, in Yeridea, Chelet Dalit, Simon Lamed Zayin, Reb Moshe writes that if a person Taka um, um, signs off for Yisach Hazvulun, then the halach is, if a person Taka signs off for Yisach Hazvulun, so, so Moshe says that a person is Taka Mechuyiv, Taka splitting the schar in some way, and that Taka and Yisachar is losing out. I just want to end off for the... One second, we'll get to the Kail check in a second. The Maisa of Chaim Velozhina writes in, in Kesar Rosh, very Shai Fazach, he says that any guy who refuses the Yisachar's Vulna because he's scared he's going to lose his Chosim, says a terrible thing. He says, Lemaisa, why do we learn? We learn because we learn because we want schar, or we learn because we want covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, if a person needs the money and refuses to take it because he doesn't want to give away the schusim, that means he's, he's, he's sacrificing his learning and his ability to shtayk because he's saying, I would rather have schar than shtaygish. So it's a terrible thing. For sure don't do that. And therefore, says Abchayim Velozhina, if a person needs it in any capacity, and it's going to give him an uchus anefesh, whether he's going to lose, <coughs> but he's not going to lose, he should do it. Because Lamaisa, at the end of the day, he's going to shtayg more. And even in Moshe, when he handles this, he talks about how, how much schar, more schar a person gets because he learns more and he learns tifer, and he becomes a bigger Talmud Chacham, and he breaks down that each one of these things actually gives him more schach. Many years ago, the Ramban, we'll end, with, we'll end the, this segment with this, the Ramban, um, like when I went into Masifta, it was very, very, very hard safer to learn. There was a lot of mistakes. The Masif worked very hard on it. But Rafa P.K. was a lot of mistakes and it was very, very difficult to learn. And probably somewhere between 25 and 30 years ago, they reprinted, they came out with the first, where they got the manuscripts and they went through it. <coughs> they put a lot of kachas into it. Whichever Mechayin did it, needed, had other things that they wanted to print. They wanted, they had other things that they wanted to print. So they put in the following story, that there was a Rav somewhere in Central America that had a Baal boss that was Nifta. Came back to him in Cholin a year or two later. And he was handling with him some cautious, some of the things that he said uh, when he was alive. So when he was done, the Rav asked him, like, you know, when exactly did you, did you learn this? So he told him that Itaka never learned. But every year he used to send money to the Oitzer in Panovich. And any safer that he donated, that ultimately Talmud Chacham opened up and learned when he got up to when he got up to to, to Shemayim after 120, he knew. His Mamela donated a decent amount to Panovich. Sits and learns in Panovich. Gets a yet as a finer Talmud Chacham. So they were looking if anyone wants to know things, if they can give a donation. But Maisa, on a, on a practical level, I don't want to turn this into a campaign. You know, Yisachar's wounds, as I said, is very hard. We sit in a... <coughs> we live in a town. 
the, the level of learning, the, the level of amkus, the, 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 the extent of what Yiddis are to know. Um, sometimes shocking, you, 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 you think, you know, what, what does it mean to know Hilchah Shabbos? Talk to, to Yid out of Lakewood, what does it mean to know Hilchah Shabbos? I don't know, it was there, Mr. maybe Hilchah Shabbos, Chveis Piskechuvis maybe, for the Heintik Shabbos, right? In Lakewood, New Jersey, to know Hilchah Shabbos means that the guy sat down with the Gemara Shabbos, he learned it, he knows the Mishonim, he knows the Torah, he knows the Shulchan Aruch, he, told, he knows the Mishnabur, he sat down with a Baichin who drained him a cup, Yashav HaHafuch, Ahin and Aher for an hour, and now a haste that he knows Bishul and he's ready to go learn Muksa. That's, that's the definition. And when a younger man comes and says he finishes the Shabbos, that means he spent five, six years on it, learning it kid the boy. And, and there's not one person like this or ten people like this, there are hundreds of people like this. And, and we just, because we're so gas, libon, rabonon, so, you know, we, we, we take advantage of it. These guys are, you know, we, we, we take it for granted. Maisa, we have a schus when we, when we support these Tamid Chacham, whether it's through night and whether it's through Adir Torah, whether it's through, however we manage, giving funds before Yom Tov, whatever we do to support Tamid Chacham, we have to stop and realize that we have Ernst the Tamid Chacham and the mitzvah and the schus of Achzak Satayra and Limer Torah and knowing Torah and all these things that are brought down, it's real. It's not to get online to be able to support Chaim Kenevsky. There's plenty of chevra that, that, that could use our support and, and it will be a worthwhile investment. These guys sit and learn, you, 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 you give out money to the light, they're able to make yom they're able to have a chavas adas, they're able to feel that their children aren't resenting the fact that they're in kailu. It, it goes <coughs> a very long way. Shtako. Well, there's a lot of very choshevet stockers, but we have to we have to stay focused. The ma'isach zokzatayra is from the biggest stockers that we can do, and and for our neshama, the ma'isach unfortunately we don't learn as much as we should. We don't have the yisatayra like we should. The kataka be a beautiful thing. Just to mention quickly, it's late. Kataka on the on the yisachar. So it's, it's an interesting thing. Pasuk says yisachar hamagarim revit spenemish b'sayim. And the land was fast. It seems like there's a steer. Is learning Torah good? Was learning Torah difficult and hard? So the Dumnamaga answers with a Mayadik Marshal. He says there was once a person who was an Oni. He had mamish, nothing to eat. And one day, he was very, very excited because that week in Mitzvah Shem, on Monday night, there was going to be a chasana. Big Veer was making chasana. This guy was pumped. Maisi made a cheshmin that the chasana, mamish, Monday night is perfect. After Lav Malka, Matzah Shabbos, doesn't have to eat anymore till the chasana. He'll be able to save on all the food. Then not the chasana, Tuesday, Wednesday, the kids and mamish came out a whole week. He could gain off, off this chasana. So Taka came, he's fasting the whole Sunday, whole Monday. And the way it worked was, was in a small town, they had a chasana. So the shamish of the town would go to the hall and they would give him a list of people to invite. Go out, you invite those people. 
Then you go back and get the next list and so on. So he's standing there, he's very hungry. It's already Monday afternoon. And he's watching the Shamish finally, the Shamish comes, Shamish goes, leaves the hall, goes to the Rav's house, invites him to the Chasana, comes back, Ahi, Naher, he keeps going. And Nebuch, he's starving over there. The Gvirim, the this one, he's partially waiting for his invitation and it's not coming. Finally, he tells his wife, I, I, I can't anymore, I'm so hungry. What do we have to eat in the house? So she says, we have a shtickle, old, moldy onion bread if you want. It's like, I'm starving. He went, he sat down, he took the, marble, the, 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 the onion bread, he ate it. As he finished his benching, knock comes on his door, invited to the chasana. He figured, shine, it's a little bit full already, but you know, it's always room for a good meal. Goes next door, goes to the chasana. Everyone's and he's like, I don't know, this thing mamish tastes like moldy mo- uh, uh, onion bread. I don't know what's going on. He's like, he's like moldy. Try this, try that. No. So finally, one person said to him, Avid, what did you eat before you came here? He says, Ah, I ate moldy marble, you know, moldy onion bread. So, so you killed your taste buds. Now everything tastes that way. So after doing the Magad Amoy the Gavart, Bayam Menucha Kitoiv, Vasaretz Kina Emo, Toyiz Gishmak, but Lamaisa, we have to keep our taste buds pure. He says, we get involved in Gasmius, we get involved in Tivus, we get involved in Averis. He comes, Vayet Shikh by Lisbon, Vahil Masa Ivit. Aboy say, let's move over to our children. We all have shi'ifas for our children to grow in the ways of Torah, to have a geshmak and a masikas in learning, and to be able to vaccise, to, 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 to be b'nei How can a child shtag when he has so much going on in his head? Whether it's action videos, whether it's all kinds of zachen that we give our children, it's kosher lemaisa. It's half kosher. It's three quarters kosher. I bought it in a swarm store. I, I this, I that. Lemaisa this, lemaisa that. We have to sometimes and ask ourselves a question. If I'm allowing my child to do kach, if I'm allowing my child to do kach, where is his geshmak and learning going to come from? The Magad is teaching us a yisoyed. Torah is geshmak, but the taste buds get ruined. One of the jobs we have to stay focused on for ourselves, for our children, as they grow up, for constantly stooping them with this and stooping them with that and this excitement and that excitement and the other excitement. Toysfis can't compete. A person who doesn't, is not always, his brain is not flying to 150 places. He's not always busy with all kinds of zachen and running here and doing the... Yeah, we live in America. But to stay focused and to sometimes ask ourselves, am I putting my child in a place where geschmack and learning is going to be hard to come by? That's the message of the Dumna Magnet. But we have to ensure that we don't create.